The Daily Rios, episode 414, New Comics Wednesday for October 11th and October 18th. Hey everyone, this is your host, Peter. I'm going to catch up on two previous New Comics Wednesdays that I missed. I fell behind, so we're going to catch up with October 11th and Wednesday, October 18th. We're going to start with October 11th. These are the six recommendations that caught my eye from that week. We have from Ohio University Press, Comic Shop, the retail mavericks who gave us a new geek culture. From Gallery 13, The Crow Special Edition Hardcover. From Titan Comics, a new number one of Fighting American. We have The God Complex number one from Top Cow. From Lion Forge, we have the Volume 1 trade paperback of Noble, entitled God Shots. And Superman and the Miserable, Rotten, No Fun, Really Bad Day Hardcover from Mad Magazine. Okay, let's go into a little more detail with all of those suggestions. So first up, Comic Shop, the retail mavericks who gave us a new geek culture. This is by Dan Gerino. This tells the story behind the fall of comics at local newsstands and the rise of the direct market for comic book specialty shops. It's a story about the entrepreneurs and the deals that led to a resurgence for comics in the U.S. and Canada. The growth of comic shops created new spaces for quirky ideas to gain an audience and helped transform small press series such as Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and Bone into media giants. Dan Gerino traveled to see comic shops around the country, and along the way he interviewed those who shaped comics retailing from the early days to the shop owners who continue to push the industry in new directions today. So this is everyone from Steve Jeppe at Diamond, Paul Levitz, Diana Schutz of Comico and Dark Horse fame, Chuck Rosansky from Mile High Comics, Bud Plant, who was an enthusiast, a retailer, a distributor, the list goes on for him, and many, many more. This is for $26.95. I certainly appreciate a resource book of this nature that looks at the you know, sort of like the wild, wild west era uh, of comics and the marketplace when the direct market was just starting. So that looks to be like an interesting read. Next up, we have The Crow Special Edition Hardcover by James O'Barr, and this is being billed as the definitive author's vision of the classic graphic novel. It's an intensely cathartic story about Eric, who returns from the dead to avenge his and his fiancée's murder at the hands of a street gang. Now, this is a story that spans decades, as far back as 1981. I believe this material was originally presented in 2011. There's something like 30 pages of additional artwork. There are restored sequences. And, apparently, from the introduction... All the sequential pages were done by hand, right down to the lettering. James Abar states that no computers were used in the creation of the artwork. 
I think I read maybe an issue two issue or two of the Crow. I am really unfamiliar with this story, so I thought that was a I thought this was a good recommendation to send out for anyone who might be interested. Okay, from Titan Comics, we have Fighting American number one by Gordon Rennie, Duke Mighton, and cover art by Terry Dotson, plus other covers. This is a direct continuation of the Simon and Kirby classic. When the 1950s heroes, Fighting American and Speed Boy, find themselves trapped in the modern world, how will they handle what society has become and what dangers will they face? With modern-day villains to contend with, enemies from their past pursuing them, and a whole new world to come to terms with, what daring adventures could Fighting American and Speed Boy find themselves in now? So as I said, this was released on October 11th, and apparently that was Joe Simon's birthday. I kind of wonder if they brought this book, they, they, they revamped this character as an answer to what was going on with Marvel and Captain America, you know, readers clamoring for Steve Rogers back again, I don't know, just a mindless speculation there. Okay, from Top Cow, we have God Complex Number 1 by Paul Jenkins, Brian Lee, Art by Hendry Prasetya. Uh, this is about the futuristic city of Delphi, where a young digital forensic forensics investigator named Seneca finds himself embroiled in the bizarre murders of three church acolytes. Guided by his cryptic mentor, the ruler named Hermes, Seneca uncovers a stunning conspir conspiracy and a mystery that will turn his entire world upside down. It's a unique vision of a digital future powered by mythical gods. Now, here's the kicker. God Complex is the first original toy lineup from Jakarta-based company known as Glitch. It features sci-fi and high-fashion reimaginings of mythological gods from various beliefs and regions, such as Greece and Egypt, China, Japan... The toys were first released in 2012 and are available available for, for purchase now. This is starting to sound like an ad. <laughs> um, I'm not usually one to gravitate to licensed material, but come on, gods, mythological gods, right? I, I kind of want to see it. I kind of want to see this. Okay, from Lion Forge, the first volume of Noble, entitled God Shots by Brandon Thomas, Jamal Igo, Robin Riggs. Uh, so Lion Forge... Its main editor is Joseph Illage, and this is a new superhero universe that apparently is rooted in science. I've been meaning to dip into this universe ever since the free comic book day one-shot, and this story is about astronaut David Powell, who helped to save the Earth from an approaching asteroid. And in the resulting explosion, he gains superhuman telekinetic powers but loses his memories. Now back on Earth, David is on the run from the Foresight Corporation, using his new powers to stay alive long enough to regain his memories, family, and identity. Lionforge has been doing a lot in terms of representation, so uh, this I always feel like I need to either give him a shout-out or I just need to start reading the, the books. So shame on me for not reading it before this. And finally, from Mad Magazine, Superman and the Miserable Rotten No Fun Really Bad Day hardcover, by Dave Cro Croato and Tom Richmond. In this 100% unauthorized children's book parody, as only Mad Magazine can do it, the usual gang of idiots, the same crew that brought you Goodnight Batcave, 
parody the best-selling children's book Alexander and the Terrible, Horrible, No Good, Very Very Bad Day with the heroes and villains from the world of Superman. On this no-fun, very bad day, Superman will face rampaging supervillains, angry editors, boring chores, a cranky Justice League, and worst of all, bad pizza. It's a bird, it's a plane, it's the worst day ever for $14.99. Okay, just some, just another couple reminders from October 11th. Don't, um, that was the week where Dark Knight's Metal Number 3 was released. The last episode that I did on Metal was a breakdown episode of the tie-ins of all the comics between issue 2 and 3. Look for a Metal 3 breakdown coming soon. And then all the Marvel Legacy books that came out October 11th, we had All-New Wolverine 25, Amazing Spider-Man 789, Defenders 6, Falcon 1, Gwenpool the Unbelievable 21, Uncanny Avengers 28, and X-Men Blue 13. Okay, we'll be back to hear suggestions from October 18th. Hey everyone, my name is Dave Swartz and I've got an all new comic book series coming to stores next year called Feast or Fan. For this new story, I'm partnering with independent comic book publisher Alterna Comics. They've been cranking out amazing new titles in that 90s style newsprint that we all remember. Plus, they cost a fraction of the price as regular comic books. Feaster Famine is my brand new sci-fi action series that introduces another dimension of Earth, where not everything is how you remember it. We follow the adventures of Nikola Tesla and Albert Einstein, except in this dimension, they're called Nicholas Tesca and Dr. Albert Einstein. These two master scientists partner together to establish Tachyon Labs, a scientific endeavor devoted to creating the future today. One night, they discover a strange signal from outer space. Believing it to be from another planet, they use their collective genius to create a teleportation device and use it to travel to this alien planet, making history. However, what they find on the other side is much more than either scientist is ready for. If you haven't read a preview of the story yet, just scroll down a little and click the Read a Preview button. Or you can go to thefeastisan.com. Okay, my list of recommendations for October 18th, which was last week as I record this. The four recommendations are Shay, a graphic biography from Verso, Head Games from First Second, JLA The Nail, deluxe edition hardcover from DC, and Maestros number one from Image. All right, so why these recommendations? First up, Che, a graphic biography from Verso by Spain Rodriguez. I am grossly unfamiliar with Spain's work, and then you add in such a controversial historical figure, and this was something that I just had to take a look at. Now, for those that know theater... Shay is one of the two main characters in the musical Evita, originally played by Mandy Patinkin, and for a long time, you know, one of my dream roles. So, again, this was a definite must-buy when I saw it in previews a few months back. So who is Che? Che Guevara has become a universally known revolutionary icon and political figure. This dramatic and extensively researched book breathes new life into his story, portraying his struggle through the medium of the underground political comic. From his motorcycle journey through Latin America, his rise to prominence in Fidel Castro's revolutionary movement, his African travels, his involvement in the insurgency that led to his death in Bolivia, 
and his extraordinary legacy, this biography looks to be, you know, like to be a pretty interesting read. And this is $15.95. From first second, we have Head Games by Craig McDonald and Kevin Singles. Aging crime novelist Hector Lassiter thought that his adventures were long behind him, but then he's delivered a treasury worth killing for, the skull of Mexican revolutionary Pancho Villa. Starting to sound like a theme, right? With brooding poet Bud Fisk and hard-as-nails beauty Alessia Vicente, Hector must make a mad dash across the American Southwest. If he can sell the skull to the highest bidder, he'll score big. But in the meantime, he has to dodge bullets from deranged fraternity members, aging soldiers of fortune, and crooked feds. Originally published as a novel, this is an adaptation brought to life with two-color art reminiscent of the classic era of pulp fiction for $19.99. As always, I will put links in the show notes. Okay, from DC Comics, we have JLA The Nail, the deluxe edition by Alan Davis and Mark Farmer. This collects the Elseworlds tales from JLA The Nail 1 through 3 and JLA Another Nail 1 through 3, all in one single hardcover for the first time. Examine the repercussions of a simple event as the Kent's flat tire prevents them from discovering a small rocket ship with an alien baby inside. As a result, the world's greatest hero never comes to be. Without Superman as a symbol of integrity, who inspires greatness, Batman, Wonder Woman, The Flash, Aquaman, The Atom, and Green Lantern must battle public and interpersonal distrust as they attempt to work together to protect a world that fears them. This is one of the most beautifully drawn Elseworlds, especially if you are all about 1980s or Bronze Age DC. Alan Davis and company dig super deep into DC's character roster for this uh, Elseworlds story. There were characters when I initially read it that even I had to research. And along with the story and the artwork, um, what I really liked about the first miniseries was that he gave each member of the JLA their own splash page throughout the story. So you get some really gorgeous pinup material. And then in the second volume, whew, there are some images that are really deep in terms of you know how many characters are on one page, and ah, it's just so beautifully drawn. You know, we often talk about Brian Hitch as being you know the guy behind um, widescreen comics. But I think Alan Davis deserves a lot of the credit too, especially if you if you think um, that Brian Hitch is kind of like from the same school of art. Um, yeah, just a beautiful, beautiful series. So if you don't know this Elseworlds or if you've never read it, um, this is only $39.99. That's perfect. And yes, like most Elseworlds stories, it can get tragic. So it's not, you know, it's not a pleasant story but it is beautifully drawn. And finally from last week, a book that is getting some nice buzz, we have Maestros Number 1 from Image by Steve Scross. Now you might recall Steve's artwork on X-Men books of the 90s, especially X-Man, which came out of the Age of Apocalypse event. Or you might know him from Doc Frankenstein, or maybe as the storyboard artist for the Matrix trilogy. The Maestro and his entire royal family have been murdered, now his banished son from Earth will inherit the, the Wizard King's throne 
along with a spell that turns its user into God. With enemies everywhere, will this Orlando-born millennial be able to keep his new magic kingdom? This is $3.99. I saw some preview pages, and um, it looks fun. It looks gory. It looks um, detailed. And, you know, we haven't gotten a book from this creator for a while, so I thought, ah, this is good. I got, I'm looking forward to reading this. Okay, finally, some other little, you know, reminders for October 18th. Um, Astro City 48 wraps up the two-part um, guest artist story by Mike Norton. We have a DC Metal alert with the one-shot called Batman the Drowned. And then the Marvel Legacy books, the new Marvel Leg Legacy books. I'm not obviously not going to list anything that has like a second or third issue by now. Um, this is just the first issue of Marvel Legacy. We have Cable 150, Incredible Hulk 709, Invincible Iron Man 593, Luke Cage 166, Mighty Thor 700, The Biggie, Monsters Unleashed 7, and Spider-Gwen 25. By the way, I got a review copy in the mail of a softcover book entitled Comic Book Story of Video Games. This is from 10 Speed Press, and it was almost a recommendation for New Comics Wednesday for October 4th. It just got bumped to my alternate, li alternate list, so I didn't talk about it, and then, bam, I got a review copy, which is awesome. And it's by Jonathan Hennessy and Jack McGowan, who also created the comic book story of Beer, this is a complete illustrated history of video games highlighting the machines, games, and people who have made gaming a worldwide billion-dollar industry. It's the history from their early beginnings during World War II to the emergence of arcade games in the 1970s to the rise of Nintendo to today's app-based games like Angry Birds and Pokemon Go. Hennessy and McGowan also analyze the evolution of gaming as an art form and its impact on society. Each chapter features spotlights on major players in the development of games and gaming. And I look through it, and if you're someone who enjoys video games, this looks to be uh, thoroughly, re thoroughly researched. So I will make sure to include a link in the show notes. And it's $18.99. Okay, that's it. This has been the Daily Rios episode 414. You know where to get a hold of me. My email is peterthedailyrios.com. The website is thedailyrios.com. Follow me on Twitter, Peter J. Rios. Subscribe through iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher. And most of all, thanks for listening. All right, we'll talk to you soon.